So to man up means to demonstrate toughness or courage when faced with a difficult situation. And that's precisely what men need to do. We need to face up to a changing world and really redefine what it is to be a man. If we don't, somebody else will. Welcome to the Man Up Podcast. I'm going to be your host today. I'm Terry Gwaltney, where our goal is to help men discover their purpose and leave a mark that can't be erased. Listen, I wanted to start today by just talking. We recently just had an event actually on a property where we're doing uh, this podcast from today uh, called the Man Up Adventure Camp. We had a bunch of guys converge uh, through the woods on a hillside uh, for about three days. it was an amazing experience designed for men to come together and really just literally begin to man up, you know, kind of disconnect uh, from the world, from our everyday lives, learn to be just a little bit more intentional about uh, our faith walk, um, be more intentional about our roles as husband, uh, fathers, um, colleagues, and friends. Uh, and it was an amazing experience. <clears throat> and I want to talk just for a minute about that phrase. We hear it a lot, but I don't think we fully understand what are we really saying when it means when we say man up. I think there's a bunch of different connotations depending on which circles you're running in, but here's the one I think that's probably the most important for the the conversation that we're going to have today. So to man up means to demonstrate toughness or courage when faced with a difficult situation. And that's precisely what men need to do. We need to face up to a changing world and really redefine what it is to be a man. If we don't, somebody else will. And I think as we live now in the society in which we're in, what we're realizing is what it means to be a man now is probably in the minds of so many people, so much different than what it was in, um, let's say our grandfather's lives. In November, when we all got together, just as a quick recap, we we learned that real men live with purpose, on purpose. I'm going to come back and we'll touch on, on each one of these just briefly today. But real men also understand they can fail um, and not be a failure. Real men don't quit and run off when things just get tough. Uh, they endure. And finally, we learned that men aren't selfish. They serve others. They are the first to sacrifice. I, I, I said a whole lot right there. We could, <laughs> uh, we could pause here and just for a moment, let's, let's go back through that. Living life with purpose on purpose. You know, Mark Twain once said that the two most important days in a man's life is when he was born and then when he discovers why. And I think we have a lot of men, uh, and, and we've seen this just in our events, like, wow, I I kind of exist, but, you know, I don't really know what my purpose is. You may be watching this day and you're wondering, I don't really know what my purpose is either. I know what I do. I know what my career is, but I don't really understand what my purpose is. Can I tell you guys, that's really where it all starts. If you don't really have a grasp and an understanding of what your purpose is, why you're here on this earth, um, what you were specifically designed to do with the limited amount of time that you have, you'll spend the majority of your life chasing after things to fill a hole 
that you have on the inside of you that'll never be full. For many of us, we chase uh, success because um, so we feel like if we if we gain enough success, we'll uh, we'll gather enough accolades that um, we'll feel valued, we'll feel better about ourselves. But the reality is, it leaves us just wanting more. But there's something about when you understand what your purpose is, and that's what you've been designed for, that there's an immense amount of satisfaction that really begins to come out of that. Now, I think, you know, for all of us, there's certain things that we were created to do just as men. Um, but then there's a very specific assignment that we have in our life uh, that's also important equally for us to begin to understand. And when you begin to live your life with purpose, on purpose, well, there's nothing like that. Um, and real men understand also that, you know, you can fail but not be a failure. And I, I, I want to go a little bit deep on that just for a moment because I feel like sometimes, uh, you know, there's none of us that are perfect. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, I promise you, you failed just like me, <laughs> you know, in, in one form or fashion. But really failing is an opportunity to learn. It's a stepping stone uh, towards success if you have the right mindset and the right perspective. Um, failure, in my opinion, is really is when you just refuse to get up again. It's not in getting knocked down. There's no shame in trying. There's no shame in failing. I think the shame comes when we say, you know what, I'm just, I'm not getting up anymore. That's, that's failure when you refuse to try again. And I think as men, sometimes we buy into the fact that, you know, I've, I've had a setback. I, I tried something once uh, and it didn't work out. I, you know, I thought marriage was for me and I just realized, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm better by myself. I'm, I'm not compatible. You know, I, I tried the parenting thing and, you know, I, did, I didn't have a good parent myself. I kind of botched it all up and, you know, I haven't had a relationship with my kids, you know, in a long time. Uh, I mean, the list could go on and on. Here's one thing I can tell you. You can't change the past, but what you can do is change the trajectory of your future by the decisions that you're making today. Listen, you, you were not created uh, to be a failure. Um, you need to learn from the mistakes you had. You need to surround yourself with some other men, you know, that have walked where you're walking. I tell people all the time, and I really think this is true and great advice. In each of our lives, we ought to have three different categories of people. You need someone that you're a little bit ahead of in life. And what I mean is, is in life experience. Um, and so you've learned something, maybe the hard way, um, but you're willing to share that with somebody so they don't have to have the same bumps and bruises that you do. And then we all need someone in our life that's kind of walking out in the same path and the same journey and the same season that we're in. They can really relate to the struggles, you know, that you're going through. You know, it's one thing to, um, you know, relate, hang out with someone, you know, maybe that's an empty nester. Um, their perspective is much different than hanging out with someone maybe that, uh, you know, has toddlers in their home like you do. You know, there's a different set of challenges. There, you know, there's, uh, it's just a different season. And so being able to um, have those people in your life where you can share you know, they have this kind of a struggle for me too, but here's what we've figured out. Here's what we're figuring out. That's super important. And then finally, all of us need some kind of a mentor. Who is it that has already achieved something in the arena where I want to achieve something? 
who maybe is already further ahead of me in that particular area of my life um, that, that I need advice from. So there's three different areas. And I'll say this, mentors, I think when we say that word, sometimes we think, well, I don't, I don't know somebody that I meet with over coffee on a regular basis that is mentoring me. You know, that's great when you can find that. Those people are hard to find and, and they're so busy, it's even more difficult to get their time. But here's what I would say. If you can't find that person just to hang out with and spend quality time with, yeah, find a way that they can mentor you at a distance. I recently was being interviewed during a podcast, and one of the questions that were asked of me was, so tell me about some of the mentors in your life that really help shape you. And as I began to think about that just for a minute, I realized, you know, most of the mentors in my life were uh, long-distance mentors. In other words, they were podcasts, you know, that I was listening to. Um, they were books that I was reading or listening to. And, you know, I'm an avid reader, you know, in our organization. That's something we really encourage. We, we truly believe that um, personal development precedes professional development. And so we invest heavily in our people in, in, in reading. And here's what I like about it is for me, I can spend $25 and buy a book uh, that is full of content that maybe took someone 25 years to learn that maybe I can read or listen to in two or three hours. You want to talk about a cheat code for life. You know, do you, would you rather spend 25 years uh, learning from your mistakes? Would you rather spend $25 and invest three hours and, and learn from someone else? So I think experience is what we learn from our own mistakes. Wisdom is what we learn from the mistakes of others. I encourage you just to be wise. So when it comes to this last rule, I, I can't tell you how important this is. I also want to challenge you with this. When you think about needing that person in your life and that mentor to help grow you, uh, you know, as a man, that may be multiple mentors. In other words, don't look for one that can just mentor you in how to be the best husband and the one guy that can just help mentor you in how to be the uh, best father and one to mentor you in how to be the best employee. You may have a half a dozen <laughs> mentors at that season in their life, but they're specialized. You've got one that's got a very good marriage, and that's who you're going to to draw information from. You may have one that's just very good with finances and setting themselves up where they're they're not living under stress and they have a plan for the future, and, and you want to talk to them about your finances. So don't be afraid to have more than one. Don't be afraid to have them at a distance um, if you can't gather them to you, um, you know, just on a one-on-one -on -one basis. But we all need uh, all three of those. And then I want to talk just a minute about the endurance, because this this was a big topic <clears throat> as we were coming out of the, of the weekend. I think in society as a whole, we've we've created soft men, <laughs> and what I mean is, is when things get tough, we just get going, we quit, we throw the towel in. We we very much have a microwave society. If we can't see results in a quick amount of time, uh, we tend not to endure through and push on and go through the hard stuff, guys. <laughs> You know, what you see publicly when somebody's standing on a platform, whether that's with a medal draped around their neck, trophy held in the air, uh, or just a standing ovation, I promise you there was so much hard work, endurance that was going on when no one was looking in order to live in that moment. We many times look at that moment and we want to be that person, but we're not willing to do what they did to stand where they're standing.
And that's where endurance comes in. And I want to tell you, you're not going to be a success the first time you try anything. You're not going to, you're not going to be the best husband you could be the first year of your marriage. You're not going to be the best parent you can be the first three months. I just promise you, you're not going to be, but you're going to get better. Uh, and if you'll do some of the things that we've talked about today and surround yourself with some of the people and the resources that we're talking about and you won't quit, that's where you win. Uh, that's where it's sweet. Um, I love to talk to people, you know, that have been married for multiple years or talk to people whose kids um, that they still maybe go on vacation with or they hang out with. Why? Because they figured out something that works. I want to know what that is because that's that's what I want um, you know, for my own life. And so I want to challenge you, uh, when things get hard, that's not the time to quit. That's the time to really develop some grit, uh, and continue to push on. And then the last thing here is <clears throat> a, as a recap of what we learned in camp and what I hope for us to go over, over the course of the next few months, um, is learning how to serve other people. You think about that, even in a leadership dynamic, uh, in the corporate world, I think we've messed it up to where we created this pyramid and the pinnacle of success was when I could be on the top of that pyramid, everybody could be serving me. I had the best office. I had the best parking spot. Um, I had the best hours. You know, I, you know, I had the best place to eat maybe in the cafeteria. I was C-suite level or whatever the case might be. When reality is, is we need to flip that pyramid upside down and understand that true leadership uh, really is servant leadership. It's understanding that, you know, if, if I have a title, it, it comes with a towel. In other words, I need to have the understanding that my role and my responsibility is to help serve people and help them discover their purpose and make them better. It's not just all about them making my life better. And so we need to have that attitude in our, in our personal lives. Uh, when you go home, your wife is not there just to serve you. You know, look for ways that you can serve her. Look for ways to serve your children. Listen, I promise you, you know, um, as your kids grow up, there's times that they're going to irritate you. There's times that they're going to challenge you. There's times you're going to wonder if you're qualified uh, to even be a parent, and you're going to be happy that you just kept them alive. <laughs> but I mean, that season is so short, and, and, and parenting really is, is a journey from control um, to letting go. You know, in the beginning, you have all the control in the decision-making process, but in the end, what you really want is influence. And in each year that passes, you're releasing more um, authority to them and, and less of your control because your goal is to train them on how to function as a successful adult. And so serving them is one of the ways that you can begin to do that. And I really want to encourage you just to think through that lens. Um, how do you... How do you approach in your church? Is your approach in church, you make the decision on where you go based on how well they can serve and meet your needs? Now that's important, but do you equally consider, is there an opportunity in my church for me to be able to serve others? Because there's something about serving that makes you uh, better. It's just like there's something about giving that when you hear people say, well, it's more blessed to give than receive. That is truly spoken by a person that has given um, and has, has felt a reward and the fulfillment of seeing eyes light up and situations changed and hope return in people's lives. 
that it was they they got more out of that than maybe even the people that received that. And so <clears throat> learning how to be willing sometimes to sacrifice in order to be able to serve is I think one of the pinnacle uh, characteristics of of truly being a man. Now, society tells us something way different. It tells us that self-serving uh, is the way to go. Looking out for ourselves is what we should be con- most concerned with. If we don't look out for us, then uh, nobody else will. Um, the guy that dies with the most toys is the one that wins. But think about that. How many stories have you heard about someone being on their deathbed and and all they wanted to talk about was the last car they bought or, or the airplane that they had... Uh, uh, finally achieved or the you know the Rolex watch maybe that they had or, or, or whatever that was to them um, now what they're talking about is moments what they're reflecting on is memories um, and do you want to live a life of regret do you want to come to the end of your life and wish I just I wish I would trade all that in just to have a few more moments well why don't you do that now why don't you begin to serve those people around you why don't you begin to redefine for yourself what truly is success? Well, I think it's really more about significance. Many people have spent their lives climbing what the world has told us is a ladder to success, only to reach the top and realize my ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. Is this really what success is? Because I still feel empty on the inside. I still don't have a sense of contentment and fulfillment. There has to be something more. Uh, that significance can be traced back to your purpose when we started this conversation. Once you realize what you were designed for uh, and begin to walk in that assignment, that's when you begin to walk in significance. Do you really want to leave a fingerprint on those people that are around you? Do you really want to make a difference in the world uh, that you live in? This podcast today and in the coming episodes is really going to be about a word called mentality. When you think about mentality, mentality is really about how men think. And I hope that what we can do in the coming months is begin to shape and begin to change how we think as men. We need to be able to look in the mirror and be proud of the person that we see staring back at us. I think sometimes, though, we look at the guy in the mirror and we feel very ill-equipped Maybe there's things in our life that we just feel ashamed of. Uh, maybe we see a lack of uh, potential. We're confused about what it means to be a man or the kind of man that maybe others are proud of. We're going to begin to tackle some of those things. I'll tell you what, the world needs men now. Um, our kids need an example of men, and we need to begin to Uh, rise up and actually begin to man up. Listen to this. Man up. It's often used in military circles or at a time when a person is called upon to show courage and brave it up or be daring. Someone mans up, it demonstrates maturity. It ensures respect from society. We're encouraged when someone takes control of the situation or they show uh, resolve or they rise to the moment. We respect a person who displays bravery or courage in the face of adversity, especially in providing for one's family, especially when one becomes the spiritual leader, uh, you know, in their home. You know, as we begin to wrap this up today, I want you to think about how you can use your time, your talent, and your treasure uh, 
to serve those around you. I want you to think about, as a man, how can you leave a mark that can't be erased? We'll see you next time on the Man Up Podcast. Hey, Terry Gwaltney here from the Man Up Podcast. Listen, I just want to tell you how much we appreciate you um, supporting the podcast, listening to it. We hope it's adding a ton of value to your life. Also want to ask you to do us a favor. If you could like and share uh, this podcast on wherever you consume uh, your social media content, whether that be uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, we would appreciate it. It just helps us get the word out so we can help more people. And maybe you've never experienced the Man Up Adventure Camp uh, that we do in October. Uh, you can check out our Facebook or our website, manup-camp.com. Once again, I want to thank you for uh, listening to the Man Up Podcast, and we'll see you soon.